In 2237, the Fourth Light Division of the Terran Stellar Navy vanished into an interdimensional rift. Now they wear the crimson sword and planet uniform of the Terran Stellar Empire. The union of spacefaring planets is but a ragtag alliance of rebellion. Ambition and oppression surround them. Who can be trusted? Who must be watched? And where is the way home? This broadcast has been approved by His Majesty's Provincial Media Headquarters. If you would like to know more about the Empire's Media Division, contact your local prefect. You're listening to WISN, and this is Pulse of the Imperium. This cycle, on the Pulse. Station security shows no mercy for a suicide bomber. The Invictus cannot be stopped and feckless attacks on the glorious navy. We'll learn more in our weekly news roundup. The Pulse starts now. Here is the summary of recent events across the operational area of the Spinwood Marches. Fourth Hunter Group were returned to service after the conclusion of the Inquisition into the communications blackout that affected them at about the same time Third Hunter Group was destroyed by insurgents in Cerberus Sector 6. In the recent shift, the group was given the honor of escorting Commodore Miles Holbrook from Halima Station to receive an Imperial Award for his steadfast and rigorous actions during the occupation of the Cerberus system. The Commodore's vigilance was vital to the success of recent security sweeps that rounded up so many insurgent ringleaders. PSN Invictus collected the officer, but while on the shuttle, he was spotted wearing a suicide vest of highly advanced design, and the shuttle pilot barely had time to space him before he and his luggage effectively turned into armed mines. It was a miracle that Invictus and Odysseus survived. The real Commodore barricaded himself inside a secure office when insurgents attempted to assassinate him. Invictus and Excision put their marines aboard the station to extricate him. They then found themselves too busy fending off TSN and pirate attacks to recover their marine detachments. Their efforts were successful in capturing one TSN ship and taking her crew into custody. TSN Relentless stepped in and retrieved her sister ship's stranded marines and the Commodore. The TSN put up an extremely determined fight. Invictus, already suffering malfunctions from recent frequent battle damage, experienced a systems outage from friendly fire when Relentless hit her with collateral damage from an echo maneuver. Later, Fort Hunter Group escorted a scientific flotilla into the Poseidon Rift. Acting on information retrieved from Research Station 56X-Ray during the prior shift, they were investigating methods of triangulating on a Kralian holy relic, a kind of forerunner artifact. Navigation in the rift was extremely hazardous due to moving black holes and wild astrobioforms. As her systems had been patched multiple times without a proper dry dock to overhaul them, Invictus was especially susceptible to the opposing gravimetric forces within the rift and suffered damage to multiple systems. A Kralian task force attempted to prevent the convoy arriving. Cosmozoans of various types investigated the scientific flotilla. Some were engaged and some were driven off using a repellent beacon. Caltrons were attracted to the active sensor sweeps tuned to the artifact's interaction protocols. Kralins did once again attempt to interfere with the collection of the information, but the flotilla returned with significantly important readings. Elsewhere in the Spinward Marches, the trial of Prefect Mauritania continues under high security at Fortress Fenring in the Atlantis system. A ragtag fleet of non-aligned species made an attempt to raid the space fortress. It is not known if this was an attempt to free the prefect or if it was merely a foolhardy attempt to remove one of the Navy linchpin facilities in the sector. 
Exactly how the pathetic armada managed to get into Atlantis is not known. Rumours of a so-called slingshot signature being detected are being actively discouraged by the local redcaps. All ISN ships in the quadrant are being recalled to Fortress Fenring for briefings on pain of re-education. In other news, commercial interests lodged a series of complaints with the regional governor's office after the total shutdown of hyperspatial gateway traffic that occurred last cycle on the orders of Grand Space Marshal Carhonen for the security of the Empire. The shutdown was planned for one hour, but it was over six hours before the gateways were functional again. Transport companies are seeking relief for the commercial losses caused by traffic delays due to queues for transit that lasted for the better part of a whole shift rotation. Imperial justiciars are likely to take a dim view of this lack of public support for the needs of the Empire. And that's all we have for this cycle. Join us next time for the news and views all humans should hold. And as always, all glory be to Terra. This has been Pulse of the Imperial. This is WISN, the Imperial Stellar Navy News Service. Big enough and frequent enough. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.